It's Wednesday, April 20th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle. With Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley, I'm going super fast today because we have like a 20-minute time slot we can do a show. It's episode 251. It's just me and your boy Tyler today. Russ is on assignment, headed back to Austin. Dude is like a globetrotter. It's crazy. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm doing good, man. Other than I got a stupid letter this morning and now I'm in a foul mood. Uh, we can get into stupid that. Stupid letter, foul mood. What happened? I got a note. My wife and I actually both got notes from Pangora Loan Servicing. And I'm not 100% sure which loan because they don't specify, but they had a security incident. And uh, little things like our address, full names, and social security number were uh, pulled off their file servers directly. Oh. And oh, but but it's okay because they told us about it. And they're offering one year of credit monitoring, which is great because my social security number and address also expire at the end of this year. Oh, oh wait, no. No, that is literally worthless in the grand scheme of things. Maybe, is it, is it? maybe, maybe they negotiated with the organization that stole their data to delete all the other copies at the end of the year. That's, <laughs> that's probably what happened. Dude, so I'm Googling this. Um, joke. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh, the Peloton thing when they laid all the people off and they got a free year <laughs> subscription to Peloton. It's amazing. It's like Smooth it's move. insulting. It's so insulting. Yeah, uh, dude. I'm, I mean, I'm, uh, maybe there's. I'm googling this though. It looks like it might be a scam. Pingora yeah, loan servicing I, I'm letter scam. I, I I haven't looked into it yet, but I noticed that that one. I don't know what loan it's associated with, right? Um, that's, but that's but it part is of the interesting. Problem. If they can't it, tell it you, it is interesting. It is interesting that they they gave both my wife and I the same notification on the same day. Um, mm-hmm. But the the monitoring, right, that they're you know leading us sign up to, it makes me wonder if this is all just a ploy to get you to sign up for Kroll monitoring and or <laughs> signing up for Kroll monitoring with their code has you input half the things that they're saying they're trying to protect, protect against. Um, but yeah, I, I, it doesn't completely pass the sniff test uh, in general. But yeah. real or not, real like company, letter though. is just infuriating. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a real company, though. Denver-based firm is a passive investor in mortgage servicing rights. And Kroll so, monitoring is is real, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say Kroll is is one of those companies that just goes and like spams LinkedIn if you have like tech in your por- profile at all. That's that's probably an unfair give a, characterization. Does it give a date? But, uh, like April sixth, but no. Oh, when no, it I happened, mean, like when the, the yeah, when the breach when happened, happened, they did. They said yeah. December. Uh, let's see, file storage services uh, from October twenty seven twenty one to December seventh twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing on the. Uh, yeah, what you're finding the interwebs, and it's saying. I guess I don't. I don't know if the letter tells you to do this, but Pingora is then asking the clients to change change their passwords and other important information to save their details from further breaching. Which what? What does that mean? Uh, I, I mean, I skimmed it. I don't think that was part of it. I wouldn't have done anything like that. Certainly not through a link they printed on a letter they sent me. But uh, all it says is that they notified us. Uh, measures have been taken. Thanks. Um, now it says visit Kroll uh, monitoring enroll.kroll and they give us a code or an activation uh, number. Um, yeah, it's probably going to be steps into that once you engage and then put in the activation I, number or whatever. Then they start asking for other information. Dude, yeah. I mean, everything that's coming up, it, it feels like a scam to me. 
Oh, well, I look, I have no intention of using their Kroll monitoring or whatever they're offering me a single worthless year of. Uh, so it was <laughs> likely going to go into the trash, but uh, I will probably still check my my information. Uh, I don't, it, it's unsettling regardless to have, if it is a scam, which it may be, they already have our full names and our address, which is more information than I wish anyone that was trying to scam me had. <laughs> yeah. Not that these are difficult things to look up. Don't get me wrong. It's just, uh, yeah. So there you go. That's that's why I'm in a foul mood. But dude, I don't um, know, man. Some of it, a bunch of this reads as scam and some of it says, I mean, there's, it lo- all looks like opinions. There's people trying to figure it out. Yeah. So. I, yeah I'm, I, I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot of like additional steps. Oh, here we go. Here's the maybe this is where they talk about password stuff. So the additional steps says go check your um, information with the credit bureaus. Uh, they give accurate um, information about annualcreditreport.com. That's where you can get them for free. Then mm-hmm. individual contact information for Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion also accurate. Not that these are difficult to, to provide. Real, maybe they. I'm trying to find a spot where they bury like. And go to this website and give us yeah. your PIN and your password. And well, here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. If change you just change your social podcast, security number for security. We'll, we'll just announce <laughs> your social security number and your address and all that kind of stuff. And then there's nothing else they can take from you. You know what I mean? That's right. You can't. You can't take so, it. You just beat them to the punch. Um, have you seen the Netflix news? No. What's the Netflix news? Uh, it's down like 35 percent oh, this morning. Yeah. I, I didn't. Today, I didn't see like any news associated. I, but I saw. I saw that drop. Uh, it may have been your tweet, but um, somebody tweeted the their. Oh, that was what I. Chart. Yeah, I was talking about yesterday. Oh, the double thumbs up didn't fix this. Or something. Ah, yes, that's right. It was yours. That's what I thought. Well, it's because they didn't name uh, yeah. it. Right? If it if it was two uh, thumbs correct. up, they'd be fine. It would have gone the other way. Yep. But yep. maybe now it's time to implement two thumbs down, one thumbs down, one thumb up, two thumbs up, and three thumbs up. Get get to the thumbs rating system, and that will probably bounce it back. I think. Oh, yes. What what's terrible, dude, is you can so you can see I use TradingView to to check stock prices and all this kind of fun stuff. But yesterday was the earnings report. Earnings report comes out after the bell uh, closes at the end of the day. the The trade volume was probably four times what it typically is yesterday, Whoa. and it was it was green, which means there were more buys than sells, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was up. And then earnings report came out, boom, now it's down. Sorry, now it's down 38% since yesterday. So is, trading is volume is three times what it was yesterday. So trading oh volume is big, wow. uh, even just in the morning, you know, um, whew, it's bad, dude, crazy fire sale. This is the first time they've so lost what, what subscribers. Happened? Was in, it? Well, okay. the first time they've That's lost subscribers in 10 years. Yeah, they don't Yeesh. seem to have any answers. I was listening to a bunch of the different stuff in the earnings call and, uh, they basically just said, look, we lost 200,000 subscribers. We don't really know what to do. We're going to blame it, you know, on your, your cousin, on your brother, your sister, whatever, yeah, of course. uh, that's sharing, sharing passwords, et cetera. So, but yeah. on the other, like more into that, they expect to lose, what did it say? Like another two mil, wait, I can't remember what the number, I don't want to quote it wrong, but it sounded like yeah. they were going to, they were expecting to lose even more, um, another 2 million subscribers in the next couple of quarters or something. They lost 200,000 last quarter, man. That's, that's bad. Like losing that many is really bad. Uh, and, and like continuing to lose subscribers is really bad. It's also really unfortunate because, um, I, I think one of the more interesting things that started to come out of, I guess the future state of the streaming platforms is the investment that they've made into new, uh, shows, new programming, 
um, because mm-hmm. some interesting shows were getting picked up and Netflix was, you know, investing in stuff that I, I just don't think would have seen the light of day otherwise. Um, and, and other platforms are doing this too. It's not like if Netflix went away overnight that would, this kind of stuff would stop. But but I liked the way that, I guess, alternative media was being produced, uh, you know, outside of the the few sort of bastions of TV production and that sort of thing. But it, this also feels like just the curse of public company bill, right? Because it, uh, and, and I haven't looked at the earnings, um, losing customers, I'm certain is, is never going to be good for your bottom line, but are they profitable and just not growing? Or, or are uh, they yeah. also bleeding yes. money and not growing? Correct. Yes. But, it, which, but it's basically, one? we're trading it like, no, they're profitable. Okay. They're, well, so, so yeah, that's, and that's time, good. They're, yeah, they're, they're essentially stagnant, but they're down. Yeah. I just was looking this up. They're down 70% in market value since From November of last year. Wow. Yeah. November yeah, of last so, year, they were trading at around $700. Now they're at $200. But, but I also feel like, oh, jeez. Uh, yes. I mean, that's, that's obnoxious, <laughs> but one $700 a share was indicative of what, like what, what was the implied, uh, you know, future discounted future state earnings of yeah. Netflix at $700 a share. It was probably like $20 trillion. Right. Uh, right. I'm, I'm well, exaggerating. The I don't know. Trading, I look at it. Yeah. At that point they were trading at like, I don't know, a hundred times earnings. And then yesterday yeah, they were trading at, they were trading is, at yeah. 27 times earning. And then today they're trading at 20 times earnings. There was this a massive is, pullback exactly, in January too, after the which, last. Which sounds release. completely appropriate. Like if look, yeah. if Netflix is profitable, which you were just saying they were, and and I'm going to take you at your word. Um, yeah, they're, yeah, they're it, it was not possible for, especially with the ecosystem of streaming platforms right now. Right, uh, you've got Disney Plus, you've got the ESPN side. This we've talked about a lot of this stuff before. <laughs> you had the complete flop of of CNN's attempt, right? Um, as as more streaming platforms proliferate, I think we're going to see like the roulette wheel of subscriptions. Here. So let, Netflix let me, is going to lose people, it. and then and they might get them back at some point. But but at some point, it, no matter what they do, they're they're going to stagnate. And if they were trading at a hundred times their their earnings, uh, what'd you expect? Like yeah. this this had to come toppling down. There, it's yeah. not that. That kind of valuation isn't built on anything that makes sense at all. So I hurt, I hurt for them, and it sucks for all of the engineers on Blind that talked about how many gajillion dollars they were making annually based on like ninety percent of it being based on stock appreciation because they just got wrecked. But uh, that's also, I think, why the Amazons of the world are changing their pay structures too because uh, <laughs> people got used to making a lot of money and doing their calculations. Uh, based on a lot of appreciation of stock value and and that it can't happen continuously it's not possible right yeah uh, in 2020 they had 2.7 billion in pre-tax income 2021 they had 5.3 billion dollars in pre-tax income yeah, i mean like popular. they're doing well it it always feels wrong to me to see a publicly traded company that's profitable and arguably doing all the right things i i don't think i don't think they're doing like they, they have not abandoned their customer base somehow they're I, I feel like their increases in cost are reasonable uh given the fact that everything is increased i mean shoot you see eggs recently never mind the bird flu thing but um what what are you talking about egg prices are like 
two X right now because guess who wouldn't know? I know this has chickens. You should be selling them. There, I saw. Oh man, this is this was great. I should find this and tweet it. Um, I I saw it on Reddit, and and I have no idea if it was a joke or you know what? It wasn't on Reddit. I know exactly where it was, so I can look at it and I can read it. Uh, Nicholson shared it with me on a on a signal chat that we have. Um. (laughs) <laughs> so somebody posted on uh uh on on reddit i think this is reddit it looks like reddit um it, and i don't think this is real but <laughs> they said can i refuse delivery of 50 tons of egg futures and uh the the text is this so i went a bit overboard with the dce jd contracts fresh hen egg futures i took a bunch of drugs <laughs> my friend's <laughs> had a bird and i don't know why but it made me think bird flu strain coming this year and i got a boatload of contracts turns out the lottery <laughs> i hit the lottery as farmers across the nation massacred their chicken stocks because of the bird flu i got in about 3750 a contract and, and cashed out at about 4400 apparently didn't get all my contracts out and now i have people contacting me saying i need to take physical delivery of 10 contracts a contract is five <laughs> metric tons of eggs <laughs> dude i live in an apartment i can't take delivery of 50 tons of eggs what do i do anyways it, i like i said i'm fairly certain it was a joke but it was hilarious i was yeah. rolling when i read it the first time so yeah eggs and eggs are they they're literally like 2x in cost right now because um there, there is an egg shortage. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the bird flu thing was. I can't remember what was the news on that. How many chickens did they have to? A lot. They called a lot of chickens. They, yeah, it was like hundreds of thousands, hundreds right. and hundreds of thousands, which is insane. Yeah, that's, that's for, like, I mean, I, we have seventeen, and to just to just the process of you have seventeen chickens I now. I think you had like yeah, five dude. the last time I saw your chickens. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my, my girls are addicted. By my girls, I mean like my wife. She started to buy right. like the cute ones that are entertaining. Oh, oh nice! You have yeah. cute chickens, and you yes, we have little un, um, unborn young. I like it. No, no, no these are full grown, but they're um, they're bantams, so eggs, they're, though, right? they're tiny. Oh yeah, yeah, but they also produce tiny eggs. So we have all the all the different uh, colors, all the different sizes, all the. It's my just statement still stands. Thing you got cute chickens, and then you eat their unborn young. It's it's accurate. <laughs> right. And eggs are delicious. Well, they're not unborn young not because they're they're not fertilized. Right. So. They're still unborn. Yeah. It's half well, the it's half a, the equation. It's not a chicken though. It's just an egg. It's yeah, just it's all just the egg. all the all the parts that if there was a chicken in there, I get it. Would I get it? Would eat to grow. I know. I'm sorry. It's it's half. Okay. It's half. You know what I realized? <laughs> um, we have about five, six, seven minutes left here. Um, you're breaking up just a little bit. I don't know if it's me. I stepped on a little garbage. It's my fault. Oh, okay. Go get your coffee. We haven't talked about Facebook in a while. Typically, like in our Ooh. first like three hundred shows, which is impossible because <laughs> we're at two hundred fifty-one. But in our first many, many shows, we were talking about Facebook were always all the speaking time. And I really you know we what, haven't though? really talked about Meta in a while. Have you seen any news I, on? Uh I mean, I I feel I feel like no. I I've seen Zuckerberg's name in a few things, but I think it like mm. uh, there was an article I think um, Kurt um, sh- uh, shared out Kurt Bunker, um, and uh, we got to get it, that guy back was, on the show. Yeah, we do. And in that article, that that article was fantastic. By the way, I think it was an Atlantic article. Um, but it was yeah. What it was, was that a about? Really interesting read. It it basically it 
it, it well, compared. I guess for the for the listeners that maybe didn't see the the tweets back and forth. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't have it at my fingertip right now, but I finished reading it this morning, and uh, I mean the, the gist was that it was an article from Jeff that, Bezos, right? Or no, no, he it was a tweet. Well, it wasn't from him. He tweeted it. Yeah, a piece written by Jonathan Haidt, H A I D T. Why the past ten before. years of American life have been uniquely stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it, and it talked about how um, the social media platforms have given rise to the amplification of misinformation, but it wasn't explicitly about misinformation. It, it literally digs into the details of sort of far right groups, far left groups, how they are relatively small, but they're very vocal. And how social media platforms didn't just give them a, a voice, but they they amplified that voice. And it, in the other sort of problem with it, which we talked about a lot, is that the you, you end up sort of insulating yourself in in echo chambers. There's some talk about yeah. confirmation bias and how damaging it is in general. But basically, what what it says is that. The, the much larger sort of moderate middle ground, and, and it's not strictly political, but there's there's quite a bit about the, the political sort of divide. Um, we the, the middle ground tends to be quiet and insular in the sense that the ideas, uh, often like truth, for instance, um, we, we bucked this trend of having trust in certain systems and we don't really have a mechanism for uh, bullhorning out what what is good anymore because the social media platforms have, have found algorithmically that that you get more engagement on the crazy crap and so and people are small, so ready even even not on the crazy side sorry to interrupt people are so no, ready no. to just fight like yes. they already well, know and they talk about they know what they want to say and they already assume mm -hmm. what they're reading and they Correct. just go in like guns a blazing. And dude, I right. have a prime example of this. And I posted a joke uh, to my Instagram and Facebook story, I guess because you could just share it straight from Instagram uh, to both uh, yesterday. And people, it was a joke, but I guess not that obvious. And people literally got defensive or political, about half of the people that responded yeah. to it. And it was yeah, just, so, it was so a map of the United States. I said, <laughs> it turns out Texas even... It's the one that says Texas isn't even one of the top 12 states to live in. And it's just right. a map yes, of the U.S. One, where it I highlights literally hilarious. all the northernmost states. That's it. And people yep. people were talking about, oh, I can't even remember, but it was just so it was crazy stuff around like pricing. And uh, oh you gosh. can this is this is how you can like bend numbers. To say that. I, I don't know. Of course, I'm one to talk. I whooshed big time on a on a joke that Brian posted because I was uh, I forget what I was doing. Camping something. Anyways, I was totally out of the. Oh, no. Uh, I was with my dad. Uh, it, he had surgery, and so I was just out of the loop, spending time with my mom and dad. And um, I missed this trend of posting the, you know, Elon Musk has a gajillion oh, the, dollars, the, yeah. and, and so if yeah. he spent ninety nine percent of it, he could still give everyone a, a billion dollars each or something. Uh, um, everyone uh, in the world, yeah, yeah. The, the math was just totally broken. And I saw it. And I was like, "What are you on about?" And it was like, "Whoosh." So well, yeah, that's I'm a joke that, that stems. Yeah, but that's a joke that's, I mean, that's just, that's just math and you're probably, yeah, but that's a joke that stems from, um, um, oh my gosh, who was the, who was the presidential candidate? Yeah. It, we, you I had remember Brian Williams from a while on ago. TV. Yes, exactly. It was on yeah. like what, uh, uh, CBS nightly news or whatever it was. He's on there I just, and he got the math wrong and everyone right. is just like, 
I can't believe this or whatever, or, or somebody yeah. that was reporting Everyone to him. Everyone was up and in arms and, and they just didn't take a second. Yeah. Like we didn't. On yes. That one show and then, so now every, now that's like where the joke minutes. came from. Yeah. Well, and, and I kind of remember the beginning of the joke. Like I remember where that harkened from, but I didn't realize that everyone was just suddenly posting that themselves as kind of a joke, which it looked like it just kind of started to happen again. It was trending. Um, so he was he was just being goofy and I jumped on it. But to your point, uh, the, the, the article uh, actually gets into that a lot. Oh, that's right. Sorry. The article gets Bloomberg into... spending 500 million on ads. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the, the, the article gets into uh, what they call, you know, like like darts so um in in a i guess pre social media internet sort of world um the a spread of the whatever information your ideas were, was limited in speed and scope generally speaking right it, it took really good ideas and lots of consensus to, to really get things moving but um also this idea that uh, a bad idea would get like curmudgeoned or something like that or somebody that does something wrong would be killed maybe or something like that on online and social media platforms that there's this constant and the article calls it darting where if if you post an idea you will be attacked for it right and Mm -hmm. and those small those sort of minority fringe groups the very vocal ones are quick to dart even um politically even things that lean relatively close to where they are which again causes people to sort of insulate and, and not share ideas as much. So this much larger middle, middle ground quite simply isn't as vocal and the social media platforms and their algorithms have done no favors to anyone by basically just promoting the stuff that's going to get you agitated. And so bad ideas or misinformation or hateful ideas, which, which naturally sort of cause divide are the most likely to get blasted from the hilltops and so mm. it's a good article and it talks about it specific examples about how and then um, more people get and, pulled into it more people react to that yeah. and yeah it's because because well, it's dumb and, yeah and it's intentionally divisive which is a problem yeah. right it's in part because they literally reference you know like russia and china and their campaign to um uh create division often on racial lines and things like that and now we're kind of doing it to ourselves too so we've we've created this ecosystem that's a problem in general but um all that to say like the article's really good and it provides specific examples of how we've gotten worse at this over time the dumbing down of of the right and the left and how like it's only going to get worse there are things we can do to get in front of them in front of this a little bit politically and, and otherwise but are we going to do any of them and yeah. and it's it really didn't end on a high note, so so don't read it if you're uh, looking to have a happy day. But uh, yeah, and I know you got to drop. So uh, yep. that's a that's a super fast one. That's the end of another tech breakfast podcast. Thanks for joining us, y'all. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Adios.